Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, nahmadahu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ghfiruhu wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi. Wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyiyati a'malina. Man yahdiyallahu falamudillalah wa man yudlilhu wa lahadiyalah. Wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah. Wa ashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh. Arsalahu bashiran wa nadhira bayna yada'i sa'a. مَنْ يُطِيَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ رَشَدَ وَاهْتَدَى وَمَنْ يَعْسِهِمَا فَإِنَّهُ قَدْ غَوَى وَإِنَّهُ لَا يُضُرُّ إِلَّا نَفْسَهُ وَلَا يُضُرُّ اللَّهَ شَيْئًا إِنَّ خَيْرَ الْحَدِيثِ كِتَابُ اللَّهِ وَخَيْرَ الْحَدِيِّ هَدْيُ مُحَمَّدٍ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ وَإِنَّ خَيْرَ الْأُمُورِ أَعْوَازُهَا وَشَرَّ الْأُمُورِ مُحْدَثَاتُهَا وَكُلُّ مُحْدَثَةٍ بِدْعَةٌ وَكُلُّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٌ وَكُلُّ ضَلَالَةٍ فِي النَّارِ أَمَّا بَعْدُ فَأَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم <clears throat> so last night I was uh, going over some news articles and I came across one of the events that happened in LA maybe some of you or many of you are aware of it which is not something new but in the current time especially when uh, Martin Luther King Jr day is around the corner that news struck me hard and when we talk about the news that's not but talking about Kenan Anderson in LA who was brutally killed by the LAPD by tasers now this is not the place and time to discuss the background of the person here It's more about uh, consistently we are seeing a pattern that is going around where the minorities do not feel safe even by the authorities which are supposed to be or expected to be the protectors for them. And that triggers the questions in our mind that something that has been going on for so long, how come that this kind of attitude does not stop. And we as Muslims have to look into these things as the one who have the message from Allah Azza wa Jal, the one who carries the message that provides the justice not only to the Muslims but the mankind at large. And when it comes to justice, to have security, to have dignity, all the human beings they agree on that they want to have all these things. It is not something you need a rocket scientist to come and tell us that you should have justice, or you should have dignity, 
or you should have uh, peace of mind or security. All these things are needs of the human beings on a universal level. And we all pursue these things, but at the same time, what we find, incidents like Kenan Anderson, or when he is begging, he was begging to the cops to leave him alone, don't George Floyd him. He was asking for help, and nobody listened to him, and to the point that he ended up dying in the hospital in a couple hours. As I said, that's not the question here to discuss that he did the hit and run or not, whatever the circumstances were. But this is not the end result should have been. And there, nobody would disagree on that. A person, the age of 31, a teacher, and he ends up giving up his life in these circumstances. Allah Azza wa Jal says in Surah Al-Ma'idah, بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم من قتل نفسا بغير نفس أو فساد في الأرض فكأنما قتل الناس جميعا الله عز وجل says whosoever kills a person for unjust reasons the one who has not done the fasad on the earth or any of those things then as if he has killed the whole mankind and at the same moment, at the time, Allah says, And whosoever saves a life, it is as if that he has saved the whole mankind. That's what some of the principles of the teachings of Islam. And when we are talking about whether it is Kenan Anderson who died recently, or it was George Floyd, or it was Eric Garner, dying saying, I can't breathe. And then this becomes a statement for the later people to continue to repeat, to remind the mankind that what kind of oppression the people are living under. And when we see these things happening over and over, they are not outliers anymore. They are not some incidents that happen out of a bloom, out of nowhere. Rather, these things are considered as these are systemic things. And it does not stop here about the brutality of the police against the minorities. We can see many other symptoms of the very same kind of brutalities. It turns into strange behaviors. Whether the, a kid of six-year-old who stabbed the father. And we find other kids who are doing shootings in the schools. These things are not random things. These things have become systemic. Hence we have to look at the problem from the perspective of a system, not just go and always talk about certain individuals, and certain individuals have some mental illness and so on. Because it's not that there are certain only few here and there people are doing it anymore. It is happening all across now. Hence we have to understand that when there is a problem which is systemic, and as a matter of fact, in the news, you will find the anchors and the, uh, and the analysts, they come up and they do say, these things are systemic. But at the same time, we fail to understand that if the problem is systemic, the solution must be systemic as well. Hence, we have to go dig deep and figure out what is the problem with the system then. And as we can see, when we talk about even Martin Luther King, and there are many people over the, time, over the time period of time that have risen up 
for any kind of injustice that they saw, and they start rising up, whether it was Martin Luther King, whether it was Malcolm X, whether it was Nelson Mandela, or whether they were prophets sent by Allah Azza wa Jal, who came with the solutions which are from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But there's a distinction here. There's a distinction. The distinction is, when the man tries to solve the problems of his own, then he is reacting to the problem only. He's reacting to the problem. And this is what we find in many cases that people try to stay within their system and look for the solution within the system that may be the cause of it to begin with. While when we talk about the solutions coming from Allah Azza wa Jal, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not dependent on anything. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not in need of anything. When Allah Azza wa Jal is providing the solutions of life, which are inculcated in worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And as a matter of fact, as a Muslim, we are not after just solving the problems created by other isms than Islam. Rather, we are calling the people to worship Allah alone. And when we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, in all comprehensive manner, whether it is our ibadat, whether it is our mu'amla, whether it is our individualistic things as close as our malbusat, clothing, matumat, our eating, or our akhlaq, our moral and ethics, when we do that for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then we don't see these problems happening. So Islam addresses the problem from the root. Not these simple problems start happening and you start doing the patchwork left and right. So Islam starts off to bring the people to the platform where they are worshipping Allah Azza wa Jalla alone. They are not the one who are bound by those laws which are created by the man-made systems of people who are looking for their own benefits. And most of the time what we see is it ends up in corruption and nothing else. Yes, we will see progress here and there from the worldly perspective. But around the same progress that we are seeing, we are also seeing corruption is coming along. Let's not mix up these two things about the progress that we see on a worldly level about the things. Like for example, you can build a car or you can build up computers or you can build the software and all those things. This has nothing to do when we talk about the divine law directly applying it. This is a benefit that you're getting from the things. And from that angle in Islam, Ashia, the things are all halal unless Allah Azza wa Jal has told us what is haram. And we stay away from those ashiyah for those things. But when it comes to the actions that are connected to the systems of life, dealing with the people, that must come from Allah Azza wa Jal. And Allah is the one who gives us the rulings regarding those things. And that's the only way that we can solve these problems that we're talking about. And this is not something new that we are discussing. That the more powerful one or the stronger one, whosoever it is, whether in some cases you find it's a race, whether in some cases you find the people who have power, whether we find some people who have wealth, or sometimes people who have knowledge, whether it's the dunya knowledge or the knowledge about the deen, we find the one who have power, he starts abusing that power, and ended up the weak ones are the ones who are oppressed, who are the ones who are paying the price for the, the oppression by the powerful ones. And when the deen of Allah Azza wa was sent by 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the Messenger of Allah and given to us. And before Rasulullah many other messengers were sent as well with the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the one that was giving the real true form of justice to the mankind. And that can again happen. We as Muslims have been reminding to the mankind, and we have to really think about it. Yes, we hear the news, I have a dream speech all the time. Every January 15th comes, and this will be repeated over and over, over and over. But that I have a dream is a response to something that's happening. And that happens all the time throughout the history. You find that people, whenever people are oppressed, people start coming up with, we have to get out of this oppression. But the thing is the solution, where is the solution? And solution lies in our hands. Allah has given to us. And for us, it's not a dream. I don't say I have a dream. I say I have a command from Allah. I say I have obligation from Allah Azza wa Jal. That needs to be implemented. And that's the one that's going to bring the justice for not only Muslims, but the whole mankind. That's the way we should look at it. And we should think of it. We should be, we should be, on, we should be feeling honorable. Allah has honored us with the solution that can provide justice to the whole mankind. Let's rise up and think of it, what we have. Let's not be the one have uh, uh, some insecurities about presenting what we have or thinking of inferiority complex because of what the media is presenting about the Muslims. We are the one who believe in Allah Azza wa Jal. We are the one who believe in the book from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of the heavens and the earth, that can have all that the mankind needs. We have revealed this book, and that explains everything. Let's go back to that solution. Let's give that solution to the mankind. The smoke screen that have been created by the media in front of the eyes of the people, they fail to see what we have. But we should not be the one who fail to see what we have. We have to first of all to feel it and take it to the mankind. Take it to the mankind with dignity. Show them how Islam dignifies the human life. It does not allow, no matter how powerful you are, you're not above the law. We are all accountable in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In Islam, you can have one Amir al-Mu'mineen who's on top of everybody, or the rule of one, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, has obliged the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be united under one leadership. But even him, he's under the law. He cannot break the law. As Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, once a woman from Banu Makhzum, who stole, and she was brought in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and the Muslims knew that she, her hand will be cut. But they were scared, scared to talk to Muhammad on her behalf to get her out of their punishment. So no, nobody but Osama bin Zayd radiallahu an, he went to Rasulullah and talked to, he wanted to talk him out of it. And Rasulullah says, Rasulullah said, among the Bani Israel, when a Sharif, an honorable person, elite, if he did something, if he, he is the one who stole, they would let him go. And if it was a weak one, he stole, then they would cut his hand. And if, even, even if the Fatima is the one, radiallahu anha, the daughter of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he's referring to, if she steals, Rasulullah sallam said, he would have cut her, cut her hand as well. That's what the justice is. And the other report talks about that. 
that the previous nations were destroyed because of that. When the strong one commits a sin, they let him go. When a weak one does, they, put, they apply all the hudud of Allah Azza wa Jal. So nations were destroyed because of that. And today, we are seeing the very same thing, even though so-called the, the, the strongest nation in the world, the leader of the world today, in today's perspective, the, the time frame we are living in, it is at the brink of destruction. And that's inevitable because of the corruption that's going on. And that corruption will continue on as long as we will not implement the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal. No matter where we are at, it is the real justice will come. Justice has to be defined as Allah Azza wa Jal has defined the justice. Let's not be the one be fooled and start defining justice from our own mind. So if it's a white person, there's a different definition of justice. If it's a black person, there's a different definition of justice. So when January 6th, 2020 happens, when the white supremacists take over the White House, the laws are different. On contrary to that, we find that Kenan Anderson can be killed. George Floyd can be killed. Eric Garner can be killed. Why? Just because their skin color happened to be something different? Is that why? Aren't we... The children of the same Adam and Hawa? Are we not all part of the same human mankind? About we Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ya ayyuhannas, inna khalaqnakum min dhakaran wa untha. O people, we have created you from one male and one female. Waja'alnakum shu'ubun wa qaba'ila. And we made you into tribes and nations. Lita'arafu. For what? For the purpose of, for the purpose of recognizing each other. Indeed, the more the most honorable in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who has taqwa, who has the righteousness, who has the consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what makes one better than the other. It's not the skin color, it's not the which family we belong to, it's not on and on and on. It's only the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As one of the hadith of Rasulullah talks about, he says, O oh people, be aware, your, your God is one. No Arab has any superiority over a non-Arab. And non-Arab any superiority over Arab. And no white one has any superiority over a black one. And no black one has any superiority over the white one. Except on the basis of taqwa. The most honorable among you in the sight of Allah is he who is the most pious and righteous of you. Say if you have conveyed the message to you and the great congregation of the people responded, say yes. Rasulullah was asking them, did I convey the message to you or not in the last sermon? And he made sure that this idea of equality among the people should be clear among the minds of the people, even in the last khutbah Rasulullah gave. And we understand when he gave the last khutbah, it was a very concise khutbah and he encompasses the most important things that should have been remembered from Muhammad as the last khutbah. Similarly, in the hadith of Allah, you are all children of Adam, and Adam والسلام, was created from dust. Let the people give up boasting of their ancestors, otherwise they will stand more degraded than a mean insect in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another hadith of Allah talks about, a person will not enter, a person who has even a mustard seed, the, 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 a, a pride of arrogance of equal to a mustard seed, he will not enter into Jannah. This is the very same arrogance, whether it's about 
a race, white race against a black race, or black against a white race, or whichsoever, or is the powerful against the weak. It's again the arrogance of the people that is taking people and mankind at large towards the destruction. And let's remember that we as Muslims are the one who have the solution for this corruption that's happening in the, uh, in the world, which is to take Islam to the mankind and implement deen of Allah Azza wa Jal so we can see the dignity for the mankind, we can see the security for the mankind, we can see the justice for the mankind by only worshipping Allah Azza wa Jal alone. وَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا أَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ وَلَكُمْ وَلَسَعِلِ الْمُسْلَمِينَ فَاسْتَغْفِرُهُ إِنَّهُ غَفُرُ الرَّحِيمُ Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.